Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. It's your boy, Alpha Male G-O-D 51 Spade, a.k.a. the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. You know how we do it? It's two exciting topics, one hour. So let's get started. The two topics tonight, are, the first one is going to be the sexual marketplace. Buying and trading sex which we've never talked about on the show before. Of the so goods. This is going to be fun. Um, and then narratives of delusion, often created by women, but sometimes by men. But it'll be mostly a conversation about women and the way we create narratives without really knowing facts based on the things that have happened to us. So let's dive into that conversation first and let's end with the sexual marketplace. Okay. So we're going to start with Delusion, delusional narratives, because I think we heard or I heard a show based on um, narratives. So I kind of have to explain what I heard for people to get the topic. So there are a lot of things that women have gone through that are very triggering. So let's say that you have a previous breakup and you found out you broke up because you found some really juicy information in your boyfriend's phone so now going forward after breaking up with that boyfriend anybody that keeps their phone on lock is cheating so you've created a narrative because there's a lock on a phone that this person is cheating you've probably created when he's cheating how he's cheating and all this comes from previous pain and those narratives and they're only narratives because they're not based on fact their narratives based on your past. We don't know that that's currently happening, but we're creating really big fights over what could possibly be based on my past pain, which is really silly once you say it that way, because a narrative basically is a picture that you painted doesn't have to be based on anything factual. It's just your perception of what is happening or could be happening. And so when you say it like that, you wouldn't like anybody that you love to get arrested and them go to jail based off a narrative that someone paced, you know, painted without fact. So I think it's a very valid conversation to the argument today um, as far as why men and women actually don't work based on their thinking patterns. I think that's one of the big thinking patterns for women is that everything we really argue over or everything that really hurts is based off of some past pain. So the, the, the conversation is really about trauma, but I think we're like masking it in the word narrative because people can relate. You masking it. I'm saying the stories women tell themselves, they tend to try to make it true. And happy. And it be, and it be, <laughs> and it be, I feel like it's stories that 
women tell themselves, and it's just and it's, and it's mainly just based off of fear. I mean, but why wouldn't it be? But you saying that kind of fuels the fire. Because if I'm thinking here and you're like, okay, that type of behavior is based on fear. I have a right to be scared of a motherfucker that cheats. I have a right to be scared of a motherfucker that has a gambling problem. Whatever these red flags are or these triggering things are, that, that my trauma now is valid. I'm not saying that the pain of our past isn't valid. But what I'm saying is to paint a narrative based on that past and putting it on someone else, that's wrong. Because every person isn't a cheater. Every person isn't a drug addict. Every person doesn't have these bad habits that your past boyfriend had. So painting the narrative based on a trigger is really stupid because the phone could be locked based on the fact that last year he lost his phone in the club and he had his banking information because he didn't have a lock on his phone. Not only was his phone compromised, but his his everything was compromised his banking information new pics there could be a reason a very good reason why there why there's a lock on his phone mm -hmm. so for you to paint a narrative oh you got to lock your phone and you must be cheating is wrong because that's not based on fact just ask why there's a lock on the phone i would say well you know i'm uncomfortable with that you have a lock on your phone and in my past experience when you're locking your phone down there's information that you're keeping from me mm -hmm. now I have a right to say that. I have a right to say that I have a trigger. That's okay. But to say you're cheating, I know it is because this happened to my in my past is completely wrong. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to invalidate someone's true triggers. I my phone was plugged up one night and my phone, the wall and the bed are this far apart. So I had my phone plugged in the wall, I had my phone on the floor. Someone happened to text me, so I just rolled over and text them back. Now my phone's on the floor, that means my I'm hanging off the bed sending a text. Happens to be that this is a triggering behavior for my spouse. Yeah, you know I used to date this girl and she would always do that. Her phone would be on the floor so I couldn't see it. So, you know, she's like she's texting under the table. So please don't do that. I mean, I understand those scenarios, but I ain't really even really talking about those. I'm talking about the, the scenarios that women tell themselves and stories that they create just in in their own mind and why their relationships tend to turn out to be a lot bad. Because if you all if you often entering something with fear, then how can you expect a relationship to flourish or be good if you always think a negative? Sometimes it's not always a uh, 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 negative things or of trigger what I'm talking about. If you grew up in a household where it's like it's all women and your and your mama is saying that well men ain't shit. Your sister is taught that men ain't shit. You hear like men ain't shit. Mm -hmm. See nothing has happened to you, but you've often heard that men ain't that men ain't shit. So when you are account and when you're encountering a man, you making that narrative true from your standpoint of saying well. I want to holler at you, but men really ain't shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you, and then you're, <laughs> you're, you're cropping every man into that category. Into, and, into that category. Mm -hmm. So the narrative now that you're painting can block your blessing because now I feel like the negative shit that you putting out is, is what the, you're getting is back. A, is a negative shit that you get that, that you get back. For and sure. then, then that's how you have a lot of women that be like, well, I can't find a good man. I can't, there ain't no good man out here. Well, you spoke that in existence. You, yeah, you manifesting like what's actually going on. So that narrative now, you actually believe it. It's mm -hmm. in your mind. And, 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 and on top of that, 
you're going to attract those same type of things. You're not even unlocking your mind enough to the point to if something was good in your face, mm -hmm. you would sabotage it. That's that, you know, what you saying? would sabotage it because of the narrative that you've created in, in your mind. Exactly. And that's the same thing as what I was saying. You saw something and now you've created a whole storyline behind it. But I think more what you're talking about versus triggers is you're talking about the energy that you're putting out into the world, you know. And I meet a lot of women like that, I meet, which is that's weird. What that's what I'm talking about. Because I it's kind of the, the, on the first meeting, you know, I keep trying and I was dating this guy and he cheated. And, you know, I'm just at the point where, you know, I just know niggas ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? And this is the conversation that we're having continuously. Exactly. So you wonder if you're having that conversations, not only in your mind by yourself, but you're having that conversation outwardly with other people. Then, yeah, that's exactly the type of person you're going to attract. But I want to be careful because in past shows you've always stuck by this narrative that we fish out of the wrong pond mm -hmm. now if we're keeping that in mind mm -hmm. you know I heard Alpha Male say you know we are fishing from the wrong pond the only way I know that I pulled a fish out of that pond that you're talking about are the red flags and the triggers that you're trying to get me to ignore mm -hmm. By saying what you're saying, you understand that it's told, kind of like you gotta you. it's got you gotta find a healthy balance of knowing when to say okay. I know that behavior is not conducive to a relationship. But we do that in we we do that in everyday life. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm looking for let's just let's just paint the scenario. Like if I'm looking for a wife and then I go into a strip club, I could probably leave out of there with a wife. By percentage-wise, that might not be true. I might leave out there with a hoe. Can you turn a hoe into a housewife would be the scenario of that. But a lot of times with women, if you just saying, like, men ain't shit and I'm fishing from this pond, but you've never really dated out outside your block, neighborhood, you never traveled, you haven't went to another state. Like, I meet women a lot of times ain't never been out of they city. Mm -hmm. Ain't never, so the men that's in there, you see what I'm saying? So let's just say like if they from the hood, they're not gonna meet a corporate guy. They can, but you're gonna have to at least get out of the hood to experience what men are. And a lot of times recognizing a man. Mm -hmm. Just because you, you, you're experiencing bat and balls don't mean that you know what all the players are like because they're not the same. Like, there's a bunch of players that go to the NBA, but everybody ain't LeBron. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, could everybody meet a LeBron? No. Could certain people meet a basketball player that made it pro? Yeah. But it's different. It's ap That's apples and, and oranges. That's apples sure. and oranges. Yeah. So, you, like, I stick by what I say. Like, if you fish from the same pond, yeah. But how many of them are taking accountability to say, they know what dating is. Did they learn what dating is in the household? Are you from a household that's sitting there saying that, well, daddy wasn't shit, and his daddy wasn't shit, and the great great grand and grits and that motherfucker you dating ain't ever gonna be yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how they gonna that's how yeah. they gonna look at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then they gonna believe that narrative, so they go into that. Like just because I've dated women who who have cheated, I don't go into uh, every. Meeting every woman in every day life. But you do watch for certain behaviors. So I want to be clear that that's not wrong. If it's wrong, then it kind of erases all the lessons that you've taught for two years sitting in this chair. I, I Believe it or not, even when I say this, I don't look for them. They just pop up. Like, like a lot of times, I, I tell women this. 
a lot of women say, well, men and women can be friends. I don't really believe in that. But I say to every woman, if you think you can be friends, just call them one night and just say, I'm horny. Y'all are platonic friends. And see what happens. If he's a real friend, he'll turn it down. But how many of y'all? I don't get know if I'm gonna test my homeboys like that because I think they're gonna disappoint hey, if he, me. But if he's a real friend, you ain't gonna get your but, back broke. But you know, even though this is another topic, that's a sensitive, sensitive space for me because I would like to believe all the guys that I say I truly love, like a brother. I would want to believe that if I got on the phone with them and was like, "I'm horny," they would hang up on me. Like, bitch, you tripping? That's cool. You know what I'm saying? You would hope that. But it's, would say but what that. I'm, but what I'm saying, but it's not about that. What I'm saying is the opportunity is there like just because you and somebody are plutonic friends don't mean that it can always stay that way so i want to be clear about what i'm saying like if it's two men hanging out and then i'm saying i'm heterosexual the chances of me and the man hooking up is almost zero, zero. it should be it's, below it's, zero exactly <laughs> but now you take a man and a woman that are friends and then put them in the scenario of could they possibly hook up? It's a 50-50 Your chances chance. ain't zero. Yeah. The chances of you... Hey, because that's the thing... But of, that's just based on the fact that he has a dick and I have a, a vagina. That's all that's based on. That's not based on anything other than that's a woman and that's a man. That's it, why the chances are like that. No, no. The yes. chances the, the, the chances that what we be disagreeing about is would he fuck? Mm -hmm. And if he was a true friend, he would just say, hey, no, I'm not your friend. But... It's different for every woman because you know why women say this shit a lot? When I hear women say shit like you say, it's because you ain't spend your whole life walking around as a 10. Ask those women. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some fat girls that can not get, you know what I'm saying? They could probably throw themselves at a man and they'd be like, nah. I'm straight. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right. But ask one of these girls out here that have to beat them off with a bat. Can I be friends with this motherfucker? You think that opportunity getting took? I really it like you. And, and they're going to say the same shit like, well, you know, but what happened to our friendship? <laughs> friendship smenship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Not friendship smenship. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm That's to, some playground <laughs> shit. I'm willing to take that chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If my friendships don't work out, you know. That's the, fucked the, up. Like, th that's what I'm saying. So, I would believe in that. But back to what I'm saying, like, as far as, like, narrative, those things have a lot of women sometimes sabotaging, like, good scenarios and good situations. So even if you don't know how to vet a man, know the difference between a man, a player, a boy, and having that accountability for yourself, because a lot of women I hear saying shit like that, they will choose the worst scenario possible before a new scenario. Know why? That seemed like too much of a good thing. They picked familiar, and but being I, a, I feel bad saying. But that being in a bad relationship wrong. should not be familiar for women. Trauma, it's trauma, it's trauma. Yeah, like, we were just like, saying like, earlier, like, abused, abused people, abused people. You would think it would be the opposite, but that's not the way the brain works. That we are people who adapt, just like chameleons who are different in different color backgrounds, they change color to match that background. And so I think human beings are a lot like that. If you had, take a little girl that was molested at 10, you would think she would go the opposite way. 
that doesn't always happen. She becomes very promiscuous and makes bad choices. Little boys who are touched end up touching little touching other little boys. So you have to understand that hurt people hurt people. This is all a conversation based on trauma. Point blank period, whether it's trauma that you experienced yourself or it's trauma that you saw your mom and your aunties going through, not, which is why you brought up, hey, you listening to gotcha. a bunch of women say men ain't shit. That's real trauma. They're not, they didn't just was born and was just like women ain't, men ain't shit. They were born and hurt. Mm -hmm. And that caused them to want to tell their little nieces and their daughters that men will hurt you. That's cool. But so everybody, we can't take that away. But everybody can hurt you. Anybody can hurt you. And it don't boil down just to men. Like, get, like, by taking that scenario and going into the dating world and a relationship world, I feel like you're never going to find the right person. You're always going to attract that negative part. What I'm saying is like, take that negative part away mm -hmm. and look at the good side of it because every man is not a cheater. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. every man is not going to hurt you. Some men or that are men can lead you. Like it, you, it can't just be a scenario of, Every man I meet ain't shit. If every man that you meet ain't shit, you need to evaluate where you at. This is what I've been talking about. Like evaluate what you need to uh, evaluate a couple things. You need to evaluate your what your idea of a traditional relationship is. You need to evaluate. But when I say where you, well, when I say you at, I'm not talking about physically where you at. I'm saying you need to evaluate where you're at, like mentally, mentally. and everything, like. Are you going to just bars to meet people? Are you going out of town? You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Are you experiencing different type of men? And most women, come on now, like we gonna act like this don't happen. They like bad boys. Like for some reason, like motherfucker can sit there and wanna give you the world. And they're gonna be like, that's boring though. Like he just really don't incite me. But a motherfucker going up to your head, upside your head, excite you? Like a motherfucker putting your life in danger, fucking you, then coming, fucking you, then going to fuck somebody else, and then coming back to fuck you unprotected and probably give you something that's exciting to you. Like you have to really evaluate where you are and yeah. what you're doing and accept accountability. You can't just be like one man hurt me, so every man ain't shit. Like really look at the man that you dated, look and see what where did I go wrong? What can I fix? What could I look at? for the situation to go a lot better. Don't come out the shit and just be like, no, well, this man hurt me, so all men ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you you gotta be better than that. Like, I've been cheated on by women, but I don't go to the next woman and be like, well, this bitch is gonna cheat on me, so fuck it. But there are there is in a certain way that you deal with women based on your past. Don't, let, let's not pretend that no one walks into new situations with trauma that they don't want to go through again. And so there are certain things that they look at or look for. And once they see it, they mention, hey, I don't like this or I don't like that. Not based on my feelings or my emotions or me being a weak individual, but based on where I've been and where I'm at now, this road looks familiar and I'm just not willing to take that path. I don't take that. Let's make a left instead of a right. I don't take that from you. But the thing about it is. Like, when I meet a motherfucker, nine times out of ten, you meet a motherfucker representative. Like, when you very first meet the individual. So, who who you meet when you very first meet them, they're not going to tell you, like, hey, I fart. Or, hey, I curse a lot. Or, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a nymphomaniac. Uh, I play with myself every uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday morning. Like, these are things that you, you find, find out. out. 
over time. So even when I meet someone, I get that. Like now, not granted, if I, I'll give a scenario. Like if I go somewhere and then a girl sits down and she takes a shot. And then a few minutes later, can I get another shot? <laughs> and then she, then she takes another <laughs> shot. Then she wants a drink. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But to me, I didn't have to look for that. That automatically it manifested is, itself. Thank yeah. you. That's automatically coming out. And then at the end of that, that date, date, or somewhere in the middle of that date, I'm ever like, listen, I don't really do good with alcoholics. So we just gonna cut this short. Or but that's <laughs> but now you've created a narrative based on her having two shots back to back in a drink when she could have just had a stressful day at work. And this is what we're talking about. You just did the thing that we're telling women not to do. You no, don't no, do I, well. Let no, me finish. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying not to do that. I was just saying what people do. Right. Yeah. Because that's that's valid. That is yeah. a perfect example. Yeah, I wasn't saying Somebody not to do that. is having a couple more drinks than you're comfortable with. So in your mind, this is the behavior of someone who has a problem. But by having that conversation, you might be uncovering that the person just had a bad day someone mm -hmm. just died mm -hmm. now if you didn't have the conversation and you went home and called your homeboys be like yeah I ain't gonna see that bitch no more like I left right after like you didn't even talk to her what? you just saw her have those drinks and in your head that person's an alcoholic you don't have the conversation you leave with the narrative mm -hmm. that that person is an alcoholic not even giving her a chance to tell you you know my best friend died yesterday and I'm trying to just mm -hmm. relax but because you weren't mature enough to say listen you know, I noticed she had a couple, couple more drinks that I'm a com that I'm comfortable with. You know what's going on, and asking that question and having that conversation will keep you from creating a narrative. And I think that's the message that I want to give the women. I don't really want to tell them to ignore red flags, yeah, or ignore behaviors that I would, are triggering. I want them to be able to have but, a conversation about it and find out if their delusion is actually or their narrative but is I'm, based on fact. But if I'm, it's not, they're delusional. But I'm sticking to also the shit that they tell themselves. So really, I'm not talking about the shit that the other person do. I'm talking about the story that they the tell. And that would be you convincing yeah, that, yourself yeah. based on the drinks. Thank you. You just told, came up with your own narrative so, that that person has an alcohol problem and they might not. Yeah, but that's what I'm telling them not to do. do. That's what I'm telling them not to do. Right. I'm telling them, like, a lot of times when they use that scenario or any scenario about men, how they approach relationships, like, they need to take accountability for themselves and some of the narratives that they tell themselves. You understand what I'm saying? So that, that way, you can start to recognize that shit. And at the end of the day, hey, there's a lot of motherfuckers that need therapy. Like, I would never say not to get it because you can't have trauma that set that tone for you to start having those narratives but you also have to take accountability for what are you doing to attract that like i heard i heard a woman one time say well what did i do to deserve motherfuckers that are not worthy of coming up to to me and approaching me and asking me out for dates this and that and that's when you need to really look at yourself because there are like me for example like Motherfuckers don't really uh, uh, approach me like that, like asking to borrow money and shit like that. Like I have that type of personality. Well, maybe that just comes off. Yeah, on me. not ask him. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Nah, if it's a motherfucker that's that's constantly trying you, asking you for money, taking you for money, you need to ask yourself, what is it about me that makes people 
come to me, then automatically start saying, "Hey, let me uh, let me let me borrow like five hundred dollars." That's my, like, my love. That's who I be. So, what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that um, makes them that that makes them come straight to? Let me take you for some money, and and then nine times out of ten, you probably don't even get the money back. And see, this is my come to Jesus moment because that was a narrative that I had in my head since, I don't know, my first high school boyfriend because I would give him my paycheck to flip. So in my head, the funny thing is, I mean, can't do nothing about it now. (laughs) You know, um, but when that happened to me, I went forward in life like motherfuckers always going to ask for something. And it turns out that they always did. They weren't always asking for my check to flip. But that has been a continuous narrative for me in relationships is that I was the breadwinner. I was the earner. And I took care of the person I was with. Even the guy that I dated that had more money with me, more money than me, I kept a jar. And like through extra cash in it, change or whatever, and he would collect that jar, cash it in. He had more money than I did. So he had more money than And I you. still, and somehow I still attracted a person who had more money than me. I still attracted a person that would take from me. Mm-hmm. So it had to be the energy. It had to be. It had to be the energy that I had been putting out since I was 17, 18 years old dealing with men like that. So have you seen Because the how therapist? do you meet a man with more money than you that still you're giving to? Were, I watched. This, That's crazy, right? I watched this episode one time of the uh, of the Flintstones, mm-hmm. and I remember Fred saying, "Do I have sucker written on my <laughs> and written on my forehead?" And he looked in the mirror, and this sucker just came straight across. And I and and whether you believe it or not, in this cruel world that we live in, you just you probably got the word sucker on your forehead, and a lot of times. But that's- pe- and a lot energy. of times, that's energy. Is uh, what and, it is. And, and a lot of times, people can pick that up mm-hmm. immediately. Like, it's, I, I can't say like how it comes off, but uh, like when I meet people, I've met even my niece. This is a better example. My niece was like, I was scared to death of you, and I had to realize you're my uncle. So for some whatever reason, people say I'm intimidating. So when I'm in a room. It's just something about me. But I don't, me, myself, I don't put off that type of energy. I beg to differ. See, that's what I'm saying. But you putting off the energy like, I got to have it, sucker. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that someone like, I can take her for everything. Like, you, even when you like in Vegas, and they probably like walk up to you and be like, hey, you want to take this time Oh, it time happened share? in Atlanta. You it happens everywhere. You know, did, you get, I get, just, did you get got? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. got sucker on your forehead and you got to find yeah. something to rub that off. <laughs> well, this is the argument that I have with that. Since it's been happening to me over and over again that I end up with people who take... How do I get away from that energy or putting out that energy when it's something that has followed me around for so long mm. that it's something that I'm constantly watching for? It's kind of like on the highway. I know I don't like big semi trucks. Mm. So the whole time I'm on the road, I'm making sure in my rear view is not one coming up on me. And I'm looking forward to make sure if I'm coming up on one that I'm far away and I zoom past it. That's the same thing in relationships. You know what you're scared of. Mm. So those are the things you're going to look for. But at the same time, if you let fear manifest like that then you're putting out the energy you're gonna you're gonna attract it so i get the law of attraction i get all that what i'm trying to figure out since this is kind of a help show a self-help show 
how do you avoid that when you got to look for an accident so you don't no run one. into it? Nope. You, you got you to gotta be aware. You know so it's kind of weird. It feels weird to say don't pay attention to red flags or triggers or don't. don't no, no, I'm not saying don't do that. Eh. But what I will say is this. You need to recognize your weaknesses. And a lot of times, everybody, they got Indians and Chiefs, and everybody can't be the same. Like, you have to recognize, like, what you are. Mm -hmm. You have certain people who are leaders. You have certain people that were followers. You have people that are, that pick up trash, and then you have the person in the office. Like, you have to recognize who you are. Um, if you're not a good negotiator, you would negotiate. You would get somebody to negotiate. Yeah, right. If you can't, you don't do your taxes, not everybody, but right. if you don't do your taxes, you get a tax person. Right. So if you're the type of person that's like, damn, every time you need a bodyguard or you need someone, and in, in, in your case, you need a man, you know what I'm saying, that would navigate you through those times that where you don't feel comfortable saying no, He'll say no There's someone you. in the room that'll be like, no, no, thank you. We ain't got it. You know it. what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's the best way to kind of get to, to kind of get into that scenario to to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's just like to help you. And for women who paint those scenarios and really believe those stories in their head that are hurting them, you know what I'm saying? And always going towards you know, not too long when it, it was, a, I met this woman and she was like, she recently um, found her her man in the bed with, a, with another woman. And she was like, he was using my car, um, I'm financing him, all this type of shit. And what I realized by talking to her is she still wanted to be with him. Even after all that shit, she was still trying to figure out a way to be with the person. To be with. Betrayed her like that. Yeah, that, that betrayed her like that. And to me, it's something wrong with you. If you, if someone has done you wrong and you still trying to figure out a way to get back to that. Like, 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 like you done painted a scenario in your head that y'all think, that you think this is going to be a happy outcome if you just, maybe if I just try to change him maybe if i do more maybe like this type of shit is. and there are narratives we've been talking about red flags and stuff like that but there are narratives that are exactly the opposite you definitely have a bad apple and that you've created a narrative that he's a good one so the stories they tell you the this, stories these tell are these themselves. are narratives of delusion and, and then, I, the crazy thing is i have more friends who have done that no, the, than the other no the crazy shit is and a person that is that will really look out for you and not treat you like that, you don't want nothing to do with it. That's the crazy scenario right there. Like the person that actually wouldn't do that to you, women don't want. Yeah. Like the person that probably wouldn't cheat on them, help build a life, help people stop taking advantage of you, could be right in front of their fucking face. Mm -hmm. And they gonna go home boohoo crying about some motherfucker that cheated on them, caught them in the bed, took their car, <clears throat> took their money, and this is who they trying to fight to go back and see. Yeah. And turn down the guy that's like, listen. Honest. Thank yeah. you. That's the crazy scenario. But this, and this is based on um, a narrative that I'm not gonna be able to put my finger on because I think that is from very personal trauma and it's, it's who they see when they look in the mirror. I don't think they see or know that they can get better. 
I've been in a situation that was clearly bad, clearly, clearly bad. But the fear of never finding someone who had all his great attributes scared me. Damn, I finally got someone who asked me about my status. My abuser was the first person that said, what's your status? Have you been tested for HIV? The first, the guy that treated me the worst was the first to have an intelligent conversation with me about me, getting tested. Let me ask you a question though. Your boyfriend before that, was he equal or equivalent to him? No. And see, that's the problem. Your bar was already set low. So by your bar already being set low. He could do anything to impress me. Thank you. Anything he said would impress you. Like t t when when I was just listening to you that talk, I'm sitting here telling land, you worried about someone asking you about an HIV um thing? Yeah. And, and at a, that and, age, and, and, yeah. And you, and you impressed by that shit? Yeah. Like, like But you have but to count everybody else I ran into that didn't even go near the conversation. This is the first you. person. But you know what? Had, let me when, finish. When your bar is low. I wouldn't actually, I'm agreeing with you, but this is the reason why I'm combating you on it. I don't even feel like my, I feel like, yes, my bar was low, but I don't feel like he was anywhere near that bar. Even though he was a bad guy, I don't feel like he was anywhere near the pits that I was in before him. Gotcha. And the reason why it was because he showed me men could be better. Not all men are sagging mm -hmm. their pants. Not all men are corner boys. Mm -hmm. Not all men have bad credit. Not mm -hmm. all men need to borrow your car. He was my first boyfriend. He bought me. I had two cars out of that relationship. I didn't buy either one. You know what I'm saying? My first big chain, my first bling. You know, hey, you know, he didn't want to date nobody with bad credit. I didn't even know that was a prerequisite for having a relationship. Mm -hmm. Who gives a fuck about credit? I got my pussy get wet. I know how to cook waffles, bacon. What's up? At that age, it wasn't about my credit. He was the first guy that made me say, well, damn, you know, what is my future going to look like? What should my credit score be? Let me go get mm. tested for HIV. Let me get my ducks in a row. I was very young. And so those no, things weren't were, important. That's right. No, it wasn't had nothing to do with your age. You were not cultured and not educated. You were, you had ignorance is bliss. Having ignorance is, having ignorance. <laughs> damn, having, I'm stupid. <laughs> having ignorance, no. Ignorance and stupid is two different things. You know what I'm saying? When you don't know no better, you can't do better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, I was, and the reason I'm, I'm going to show you the, the scenario that you're talking about, because that scenario, that's what I'm saying. Like, just because he asked you about AIDS um, tests and what your and credit, that he didn't, that your credit he score. he didn't fuck me so, right away. He so, was willing to wait. He did all the right things to make me feel like the bar was gotcha, high. Gotcha. See that scenario? That's, this is, Delusion. this is, this is why we're talking about this because you're steady trying to defend, you're steady trying to defend some shit I'm telling you ain't right. And I'm going to tell you why it ain't right. Okay. I watched. Just like you, most people that watched um, Paid in Full, on there, <clears throat> Ace goes in there, he runs into it, which is about to be his supplier, which is a drug dealer. And he said to him, he said, you're not a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. The guy looked at him and said, why am I not a drug dealer? Mm -hmm. He said, because you're not flashy. You don't have a car. You don't. He was like, that doesn't, <laughs> how does that not make me, just because I don't have those things. But his mentality about drug dealers is they're on the corner because based upon just what he saw just because you don't see something don't mean that ain't what it is mm -hmm. so bring it full circle is 
That did not make him a drug dealer just because he wasn't flashy. Just because he didn't have a fucking car. A drug dealer is a drug dealer no matter what. If he would, or without one. Yeah. If what if he went to if he went to court, the, the judge is not gonna say, well, you know, you really just don't look like a drug dealer. So just because he didn't look like a narcissist to you, don't fucking mean he ain't one. He was just smarter than the rest of the motherfuckers you dealt with. And you had suck on your head, and narcissists recognize that immediately. Yeah. They can pinpoint on what you are and what you can do for them mm -hmm. and make you feel worthless for not doing those type of things. That's why you in there getting a jar and shit for someone who make more money than you. Mm -hmm. He preyed on you. This yeah. is a dog eat dog world. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. And that's scenario. And I'm not taking away from that. I'm just kind of I don't I don't want to say I was defending him. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to defend myself from saying, you know, I didn't willingly or knowingly choose ignorance. It's bliss. A bad person it is it's not like his first date with me he choked me you know what i'm saying i was months into the relationship when i got choked i was months in the relationship when i got slapped he did everything right in the beginning to make me feel like i chose a better person and i was really scared of losing that and then going back to what i had previously which was a corner boy i'm like i finally don't have and the funny thing is the the story that he just told saying just because he doesn't have a car doesn't mean he's not a dope dealer you know this guy turned out to be a very big Drug dealer. Yeah, I mean, my, he did my, his thing, but, but I didn't know that. I but, didn't know that because that's but, not what he sold. He sold intelligence. He sold good credit. He sold good health. And there was nothing he, about him that said, you, you know, that he sells drugs. Being, I, that wasn't even on my mind. Yeah, but being educated has nothing to do with where someone is on drug level status. Like, I, like that. That has nothing to do with it. Like none whatsoever. An educated person is just educated. Like, I, if you, they paint the scenario just in media that hey a dope boy looks like this is on the corner this and that mm -hmm. but those are not real dope dealers because the dope dealers that they that they, they're really after are, are the ones so, you don't see are, yeah. thank you are so far up and they don't live be around or do, even do so that's why i'm trying to tell you like your ignorance of what he sold you on mm -hmm. he already had pinpointed what you were weak at and on top of that you were young so also by you being young, you know that that saying that a lot of that men go through, young and dumb, that's what you were. You was young and dumb, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you recognize some of those things, that's when you were supposed to pull away from that scenario. And to paint a different scenario of what you were just saying, like you was like, well, he didn't choke me like uh, immediately. I had one of my homegirls tell me, she met this dude and he had money, Wind and Donda was taken out, took out for like three months. She never paid for anything, had a nice house, the whole nine. I was like, oh, okay, listening to her. And she was like, only thing that we, that has not happened, she was like, sex hadn't happened. She couldn't get this, and, I, and the minute she said it, I got it immediately. And it was amazing to me that she couldn't get it. And I was like, well, he strung you along for that long is because that's the one thing about women. Women, when they put time into some shit, that fear of, well, I just can't walk away from this shit, yeah. is y'all down. Because our time clock is every ticking. Every time. Every day. Yeah. yeah. And then in the, in the two months passed by, and she finally had sex with him. So this is six months that she landed in. And she mm. was like, sex? He has the smallest dick that I've ever seen in my life. Uh-oh. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... 
the <laughs> flags and shit that she was missing was he knew that already. And that's why this he is, didn't rush Thank you. <laughs> this is why he was whining and dining you. This is why he was taking you out. This is why he wouldn't let you pay. He was He all, wanted to show you all his pros. Thank you. So he hit you with that one con, you don't go nowhere. Thank you. Because if he had that big dick energy, he would have been trying to fuck on the first night. Yeah. And she was trying to convince me, but no, he's such a gentleman. <laughs> the narratives that women tell themselves that is not true <laughs> is what we're here to talk about. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And disappointed in six months because he got a little wee-wee. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He got big money, so which one you want? He can't have everything. You can't. And then, like I said, I do have more girlfriends that paint great narratives in bad situations. One in particular, it's like everything I would say, like... I don't know, girl. He's kind of young. Yeah, but he just, he been to the military. He already did all that, girl. He's over it. I really don't have to worry about him. I'm really not worried about other women. Turns out he's a stone cold cheater. Not only like women, he like men too. Like, it's like, come on. Like, you, and, and you're right. It's, it's the little things that we see that cause us to come up with these stories, grand delusions that, okay, it's fact that he's been to the military. That's fact. Okay. But you painted a scenario that he could not be a cheater and that he doesn't need all that because he's been to the military and he did all that already. That's not what he told you. He told you he was in the military mm -hmm. and you just took that and ran with it. <laughs> so he's traveled the world. He's done all that already, girl. That's not what he said, mm -hmm. but you created that narrative based on the fact that he's been off to the army and done all this stuff already. Yeah, y'all need to stop creating stories in y'all mind yeah. because that ain't gonna work. Yeah. It's not. But we've all been there. We've all done that based on, I, I, I could probably say that. If I meet a guy that's in the military, he say, yeah, I served in the army. I'm going to go home and probably paint a great picture to my girlfriends just based off the fact that he's a retired Marine or retired army. He could not, he could have just told me that alone. And off that one line, when I talked to my girlfriends, I met a great guy who used to be in the army. And everything else I say after that is kind of what I created based on that one statement. That's cool. And I think that's a woman thing. No. I think that... No, it's not. Yeah, I think it is. No, it's not. Because I heard I heard Trina rap about how good she sucked dick and how good that pussy is and how wet. Come to find out, she say she boring. But I would have bought this line of bullshit that she was saying in these in these rap stories and okay. Nicki Minaj and all these motherfuckers saying how good they pussy is and they probably don't fuck like that, suck like that, can't deep throw the can, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, I can't deep throw the can. Well, shit, you, maybe you need to learn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. So, I'm just saying don't be painting them type of scenarios if that ain't what it is. <laughs> Got me all hyped up. Deep throw the can. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. I just thought about the bottom of a can. I'm trying to figure out who can deep throw that. Hey, she said it, so I want to see it. So, that's what I'm talking about. Um, I think it's time to switch topics. <laughs> Let's talk about the sexual marketplace, which is a great segue after being able to, I mean, anybody that can deep throw the can is worth the money. Um, we're going to talk about the sexual marketplace. This is going to be weird for me because I'm a woman and we're talking about selling sex. Well, I mean, really, at the end of the day, the reason that it came up is because I had, I was looking at this meme and the, and the dude was basically saying like, Look, I pay for pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the, at the end of the day, I really don't got time to be whining and dining and hanging out with females. It's not, I got more money where I just want to bypass all that, and I would want to just straight Buy the pussy. I just want to straight pay for it. Mm -hmm. And when I was listening to the scenario, now when I was coming up, you know that's called tricking. 
You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and and when I was coming up, that used to be frowned upon. But eating pussy used to be frowned upon too. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, sucking dick. Chicken head. You know what I'm saying? Chicken head. <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing. So now it, it it put me in a place where I'm like, damn, things have I don't want to say drastically changed, but like now people are more open about like what they'll sell and what they'll buy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now it's like a sexual marketplace of now it's like people don't mind being tricks and people don't mind being hoes. Mm -hmm. Like this is the narrative that we're all in now. It's like this is a sex world and everything is built upon just sex. Like women now want to sell sex before more anything and more comfortable being in a sexual marketplace for that. We have OnlyFans where who knows what's all going on in that. I haven't even peeked into one, but I'm like, cause I'm, but I'm also old school because I'm like the one like, hey, well, I'm going to pay for water when water free. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing I feel that way with the OnlyFans and some of those scenarios that go on. But there are men out here that they buy those type of things. Because um, I even had a conversation with my homegirl and she, and she was like, well, a lot of men get pussy. I'm like, a lot of men don't get pussy. The, the, the percentage of that is real, real low. Just because you think men out here like slaying females just because they act like it it ain't really like that like who's keeping only fans and all this shit like afloat it's nerds like that's who buy into that shit like, yeah cause they're not getting any action any other place so it's kind of like that's where they go to get their action so they're gonna be willing to pay for it um so what do you feel about the scenario about men just buying uh Instead of wanting to wine and dine and all this type of shit. Like, I want to get straight to the action. What's your number? What's What is your number? What's, what, what's that, like that movie where the dude paid for his wife? Indecent Proposal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm on the fence, to be honest. It's probably the first topic that I'm going to be on the fence about. Now, if you'd have caught me, I don't know, six, seven years ago. There would have been nothing you could say to say that would make me say, you know, buy pussy, sell pussy, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, I've changed a bit, just a little bit. I'm a little bit more liberal when it comes to that thing. Um, there's a market for it, and I'm a salesperson. I don't want to sell no pussy. But people are buying it. So those that want to sell it, they always been buying have it. At it. <laughs> that shit been selling since the beginning of the time. Right. <laughs> but when it comes to me personally making that decision for my life, I'm kind of iffy about it. I don't feel like that if I paid a woman or a man that I'm gonna be sexually satisfied based off the fact that I paid for the shit. But. Given pay. my past, I pay for it. <laughs> Given my past and the conversation we just had, so why'd you pay I for paid it? for it. So why'd you pay for it if you felt like you weren't going to be satisfied? We, okay, so wait. Are we talking about me physically saying, hey, I want to fuck you how much? Or me saying, hey, come be my boyfriend and then all your bills are paid, your daycare is paid, your car payments paid? Because it's essentially the same thing. And that's where my mind is going. You paint your own scenario. Um, you got to paint your story. But we're gonna. So since we're talking about the sexual, I was asking you what you mean. You asked the question. I'm saying. So I'm no, no, no. Which one are you going? What? what which both. one are you talking cover, about? Cover both. Um, but me personally, in the life that I'm in, 
too. And if I'm in Vegas, I'm on vacation, or I'm at the strip club, and I'm trying to do an after party, everybody's not going to come because I got a pretty smile. Everybody's not going to be like, girl, you smell good. Where are you going after you leave here? You know what I'm saying? So sometimes if you're looking for something definitive, you know what you want and you got it, why not? I've been in that situation where it's like, I want to take her back. You know, I'm, but it also depends on where you are. If you're in the strip club, that's an appropriate conversation to have. If you're at the Starbucks and this bitch is making you a coffee, it might not be cool to ask her how much it costs to have her at the house after she gets off. So it just depends on the situation. If I'm around those people creating those narratives, strippers, um, sex workers, people on OnlyFans, then I don't have a problem with it because that's the position that they put themselves in. They're selling and you're buying. Well, two things. You're a woman and you don't really have money like that. So that would probably be the two things of why that don't happen. What? Uh, what you just said about why you feel comfortable with, like, with a stripper versus like someone that... Like someone yeah, with, someone, uh, yeah. someone with money... Yeah, you somebody in the someone, mall or at someone, Starbucks. But someone with money don't give a fuck about that. Exactly. It don't, it don't, it don't, so that's right. why I said that. But I'm saying still, <clears> you still will be looked at, if we're talking about that, that's still ash holish. Yeah, like, but, I, I, yeah, but I've rich been, people are I don't what? give a fuck. Rich, rich or not. You, yeah, but I don't or, give a fuck. I will curse a motherfucker for how much money you got. got you. If I'm behind the bar and you're propositioning me, that's bullshit. Yeah, but we're not asking what happened. All rich people are looked at is what, though? They looked at as assholes. Exactly. That doesn't so, make it right. <laughs> I didn't say whether it was right or wrong. I'm but just saying. But often you do, though. Often, I'm not, <clears> you <throat> don't say it, but often the the, the the defense or the rebuttal to something that I say is, well, rich motherfuckers don't give a fuck. Them motherfuckers get put down like everybody else do. Them motherfuckers get cussed out like everybody else do. Yeah. And you know what they get just like everybody else get? Bad fucking karma. Your money doesn't give you the right to walk up to someone who is not a sex worker and proposition them to pay them for have to have sex. That's, That's a, fucked up. Yeah, but the world that we live in does not require what is right or wrong. We don't live in a world of right and wrong. So that's why that scenario, what I'm talking about, is like, that's why I said like, it doesn't really matter. You're not gonna think like that because for one, you have to be rich to think like that because you don't know, they often say money brings a different side of a person out. And when you don't have it, you can't really say what you'll do or what you'll be or how you'll be. You would have to be there to know how it is. And a lot of times, when even people who even get money, they stepped on people to get money. So offering money for sex isn't looked at like for them. Like even when you take like our last quote unquote president, that's why he's saying shit like grab him by the pussy because that's how he fucking feel. You understand what I'm saying? But he also come from what? Money. Privilege. You see what I'm saying? He has money. So how we view him and no matter what someone says about him, does he care? No. He like he's living his life to the fullest. So I, I'm saying I was just saying that I understand why you feel that way. But to be where their mind is, you would have to be making that shit mm-hmm. for to say like what you do this and that. Now, the flip side of that is, like I said, you're also a woman. Women have this way of rationalizing shit because you are probably the person that would be getting asked for proposition. See, it ain't like that for men because men ain't really getting over money to fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it ain't, it's not happening, but I'm saying like, but we don't walk around and a female just approaches and be like, oh shit, you look good like for the night. How about 5,000 or 10,000 for the night for you? Like, how many men you think that's happening to? You see what I'm saying? Like, women ain't buying dick like that. You know what I'm saying? Because women 
control the sex trade, mm-hmm. not men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when I say control, I'm just saying like the access to it. Mm-hmm. So they are putting those numbers on it and blocking those numbers and shit like that. And I'll say for me, like when I heard dudes say that, I was saying to myself like, yeah, that, that's tricking and he's entitled to do that. But now I'm also thinking about me and how I would and the very first thing that you just said my level of respect for that person is almost going to be minuscule because that's just how I'm going to view them now is they're just a sex worker and I probably won't show them that much respect. You know what? I think nowadays we're kind of screwed because now I'm thinking about just the regular people that I've come in contact with who don't present themselves as sex workers but at the end of that date my light bill do. <clears throat> or you just having a conversation with them. Yo, we're going out of town for the weekend. We'd like to bring you with us. Well, like, I'm going to be missing work. So, um, you know, I make at work about $150 a day. Can y'all cover that? Like, it's like, it, it's really weird nowadays. Because even the women that you meet or men that you meet that are just basic, don't have an OnlyFans page, just got a pretty basic life do a regular nine to five, got a couple kids, they still have found a way to be a part of the sex trade. I know because I've been the person on the other end of the phone saying, hey, come spend some time. And it's like, I could do that, but like rent due next week. They're not saying, hey, give me money, but they're letting you know I can come, but you got to look out. Nah, they saying that. They do, like, that's the thing about females. Females low-key hoes. Hoes. All day. And and, and just, just because you don't even bring that type of shit up in regular conversation. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if I'm saying, like, take you out, like, that shit ain't got nothing to do with how we get from me taking you out to a bill. You understand what I'm saying? Like, them shits don't go together. So, no. so, so for me, that's what I'm saying. And then that clicks my mind. And immediately I feel like, I don't really owe this shit, like, no gentleman respect. Like, at this point in time, if you acting like a hoe, I'm going to treat you like like a hoe. So, now, the rest of my shit is out the window. This is why it's upsetting to me. (laughs) This is why it's upsetting to me. I treat people very well. What do you want to drink? What do you want to eat? I might have their favorite drink and food at my house. I treat people very, very well. So, to me, if I'm already treating you I'm already, you already got all these treats. Don't you think the longer we spend time together, the more treats you get? What puts you in a frame of mind where you think you got to ask? That pisses me off more because I get it. I get that we have single mothers. We might be taking off of work to do this. Time is money. I get all that. That's what type of energy the world is on right now. I get it. But it's almost like having no cooth. It's like knowing you don't drink nothing but bottom shelf vodka and then walking into the room with Belvedere and be like, yeah, I want that. Bitch, you know you drink absolute. Leave that Belvedere alone. You don't know nothing about that. It's cool you want to try it, but don't lose your mind. Don't drink the whole fucking bottle. You don't even drink Belvedere. You don't even drink Hennessy. You don't even drink Doucet. You're only drinking it because you're in this place and you know you might not get it again, so give me more, give me more. I feel like that's how I'm treated. If a woman comes to my home and I got this and I got that and I got drinks and wow, this is great. And at the end, it's like, or at the end, or in the beginning, or the next day, it's always, can I have or I need, just based on what they saw that I have. You understand what I'm saying? And that is more aggravating than you being straightforward. I'd rather deal with a stripper at the club. It's like, look, I'll go home. Yeah, it's going to be 300. 
You got it all day. I'd rather give her the 300 than the slick bitch that's at my house seeing what I got. And now it's like, hey, I really want to come see y'all, but I can't take off a word because rent is due. Just ask. I would respect you more if you just say, look, you know what I'm saying? I, I, need, I, I need this or I need that. Just ask or, you know what I'm saying? Don't mask it in these small conversations about, you know, time is money. Because that's basically what it's boiling down to is I want to, but I need you to give me this first. Men deal with that shit all the time. Like, I think as a woman, because you knew to this shit, like, this shit been happening to us in kindergarten. Like, women have been bribing shit like you know what i'm saying show me i'll show you this if you do this for me like show and tell you know what i'm saying like this shit has been happening to me like that shit that you talking about like you aggravated about i've been aggravated by that shit like way back like this ain't this shit ain't nothing nothing new and that's why i said like we approach that shit you know what i'm saying totally different mm -hmm. um if you're gonna pay should it be some boundaries and shit on that shit? I, I, you know, I don't really know. I can't really say if it's gonna be boundaries or or anything of the sort. There shouldn't. You should be in a relationship. If you're dating, if you're a sex worker, this is not about you. If you're a sex worker, do your thing. I, I, I don't have a problem. But, but I don't if you're want, out there dating. But I don't want to go the route of relationship. I just want to stick it as far as like just just dating. Yeah, just I want, dating. Yeah. I just want to take you out to yeah. dinner. I just want. To, you know, we're still in the beginning stages. I feel like a, per, a woman should not be asking for shit for her time. See, but that's just you because it's a it's a it's a bunch of women. She'll right now. get it eventually, don't you think? If, if a woman stays with you long enough, you're going to buy her a pair of earrings. If a woman stays with you long enough, you're going to know when her light is light bill is due. You're going to know that as her man. But some women don't feel that way. And a lot of women don't feel that way. You might be in a you might be in a pool by yourself because there's, there's going to probably be a lot of females that's like, this is a stupid bitch. Like, I get like whatever I want. Like, you know, I think a couple of shows back I said, this woman said, I feel like dating uh a man shouldn't be dating if he broke. Like, she only date men that's willing to pay her rent, mm -hmm. pay her car note, like, do that type of shit. She like, I'm losing time. So if I'm losing time, then you need to be paying for this shit. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And low, low key, I'm like, she has the right to feel that way. But I also want you to, want, want, to, want you to know that there are men like me that feel like if I'm paying all that shit, all that gentleman shit, is out the window with me. You know what I'm saying? Like now, I'm treating you like a sex worker. Go here, go there, do this. Don't Bend say over, that. Don't, my dick, don't swallow, say anything. Open up. Let's get it. Let's get it on. You have no options at this point in time if I'm paying for the shit. You didn't want to wait for the gentleman shit to go through. So now you have entered Star Trek. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm on light speed. <laughs> so at the end of the day, like if you want to do that, that's fine. I didn't have a problem with what he said. At all, I, 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 like, there was a time, and then you come into different stages. There was a time when it used to be like, hey, you don't pay for pussy, but like you said, at the end of the day, at some point the in time, brand. you are paying for pussy. Like you paying for rent, you paying for a light bill, you're paying for uh, gas. Uh, something come up short, you chipping this shit in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like. Really, it's, it happens it's, eventually. It's, it's modern day prostitution. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like, like when a woman really wants some shit, come my baby. You know you gonna get a good dick suck 
Like, you, you don't even know why you getting it, but you know something's coming. I feel like they're just, hum- I, I get it, this is the world we live in, I just feel like they hustling wrong. You know, just recently I had a friend that um, she had messed with this girl previously, but it was for money. Um, and then about two years later, she reached back out to the girl. She was like, I really like you. Like, I want you to come be my girlfriend. And the girl was like, girl, I thought you'd never ask. And she said that, she was- you know, she came over one time and then after the one time, when she called her again and start asking her, she start bringing up the money thing. Like I already came over there once for free, and the person was thrown off because I didn't ask to buy a vagina. I don't have one for that. I didn't ask to to pay for pussy. I asked to date you. Okay. And she pretended like, okay, yeah, we'll date, but she still wanted to get paid. Now, this is the thing. I don't think my friend is ignorant. I think she would have helped, but she wanted to see where if the girl was going to be her girlfriend, a but loyal she, person. She, but she saw was the still, time but she going was still on dates. Though. She had to be because it. she chilled with her one day. And then the day after, when she started, well, when am I going to see you again? She was like, well, what you going to do for me? Well, being a girlfriend and a trick is not the same. Yeah, but either see, you tricking with the bitch or you dating the bitch. You, Which one is it? Yeah, but see, from the old that from the old school, a lot of times now, like a lot of women, to be perfectly honest with you, a lot of a lot of women now don't have that type of emotion how they used to be. They feel like men can do shit, so can we. If if men can treat women like shit, if they can. Uh, get away with some treating uh, women like shit. We should be able to get away with with treating. And then you said the key thing earlier in the segment: hurt people, hurt people. So when they hurt, they have no issue hurting you or acting like inappropriate shit. Like, but they find ways to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if your friend would have been like, "Are you still hoeing?" If she would have just got down. <laughs> You still selling pussy? You know what I'm saying? But she probably, but to be perfectly honest with you, she probably missed key shit because a lot of people start leading with shit. Like, I'm looking for a place to live. I don't know what I need to do. I need to put in some extra time at work. That's them low-key hoeing, throwing that fish line Now, when you just said that, every listener, I feel like, has remembered a moment where someone has done that to them because it's everybody, so popular. It's like in the it. first day, the first conversation, you know, things been rough. I just lost my job. It's like, bitch, we just met. Like, can I, can I hear the great things about you? Well, can I hear about your passion but see, and your ambition? But, like, the first thing you want to say is, hey, and I need $40 to keep my phone on. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah, but see, that's female. See, a lot of times, at least with, at least with men, Men try to hide that shit as long as they can. You should. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I tell women all the time, like, you coming to me with all this bad, like, I don't do too well at listening to a bunch of drama and shit like that. I don't, I don't like but reality this is the shows big thing. and shit like that. This is why I heard, when I, I'm hearing, um, I don't know if anybody out there watches any other relationship podcast, but I've been watching one in particular where the moderator is saying to women, you should already be meeting men prepared to be a wife. You should already be meeting the guy with your ducks in a row. You should have your resume already completed when you're out there meeting men. A lot of women are meeting men in the struggle. 
and trying to get somebody to help them in the struggle versus being in the struggle by themselves, getting all their ducks in a row, then meeting a man and having that presentation rather than, you know, I mean, I'm on my dick, but I still want to date you. That's kind of weird. Like for me, if I don't have any money, it's just not time to date. If I don't have my own place, it's just not time to date. If I don't have all my ducks in a row, then what the fuck am I doing trying to date anybody? Why am I on a dating site if I don't have a job? Why am I in the club if I sleep on my girlfriend's couch? You are not in the market. Some people, I'll say this. Delusion is a big thing when we're talking about this world. You know what I'm saying? That's like, topic number like, one. Like, that, that sounds good, but a lot of times, you know, hey, people tell themselves them stories, you know. And realistically, it's hard to tell a woman that because women feel like they should be taken care of versus, versus a man. And this is where women get that shit twisted. They start dealing with men but they're not men, they're boys. Because a man always wanna lead. He always want he always wanna bring in the bread. He he nine times out of ten don't even want his wife working. That but most of them don't meet men like that. They meet boys and then they start taking care of the boy and he have no ambition, no dream, don't know where he going in life. You ask him where he gonna be in the next five years and he gonna be like, why? Like why you wanna know all that yeah, shit? Man, you tripping. Go on with you that dumb ass shit. So <laughs> But if you ask a man that, he gonna be like, "Look, I'm gonna be finished with school in four years. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be in this apartment. Probably gonna be in New York. Like a vision, a plan, this and that. And a lot of women don't ask that type of shit. They well, they just, don't ask it because they don't have a plan themselves. And meeting a person with a plan would make them feel lower. But guess what? This is why I don't have no sympathy for this shit. You motherfucking women have been playing with Barbie and Ken since the motherfucking time you was born. And now you trying to tell me you ain't got no motherfucking plan? How? They got derailed. <clears throat> the babies, bad decisions. Well, guess what? That means you scripted, you went off script. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I also don't feel sorry for that. I'm trying to figure out in today's age why is having a baby more important than getting married and then have the babies. Like the shit is fucking backwards. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you got derailed, well accountability is what you need to be looking at. Accountability. Looking, um, looking at your goddamn self because no one is gonna sell me on that shit. Like someone sitting there saying, well I got pregnant young and this and that. Like you didn't lay down by yourself. You didn't, unless you got that pussy took, you was molested, raped, or some shit like that. You ain't got no fucking excuse. If you lay down with the with, with the man, both of y'all know the the, 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 consequences. the consequences. Like mm -hmm. like I, I I'm I'm looking at first take today, and and the dude on there was like, hey man, I lay down with uh, with my wife. My wife got pregnant. We had triplets. I was like triplets. I would probably want to kill my wife, but I can't fully blame her. But low key, I'm not gonna like her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Damn. we just went from two <laughs> to five. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and and I'm in my mind I'm sitting there like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a man. I'ma be thinking about money. That's three shirts, three pants. <laughs> Three set of shoes. Like, <laughs> five heels. <laughs> like, yeah, like everything to me is gonna be money. But could I blame her? No, because I would have to blame myself. It's mm -hmm. accountability because I would sit, be sitting there saying to myself, like, unless 
she lied. You know, because you know how you women do sometimes. You be I lied. took my birth control. Thank you. I took my birth control. My tubes are tied. Tubes are tied. Let me tell you right now. Even with me, I don't give a fuck what you say. Tubes tied. You know what I'm saying? You're on birth control. I don't give a fuck. Pull out game is strong or strap up is strong. Either one, I'm using one of those. But as far as just going for the okie doke and be like, oh, you can just go ahead and nut at me. No, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good out there. <laughs> I don't want no parts of that shit because I could be the one with the triplets popped up. You know what I'm saying? And I just I, I, I just can't do it. So when you dealing with any of those situations, and especially with your friend, um, she probably just missed all the, the flags. I don't think so. I just think the person just wasn't. The person was not transparent. She was not transparent. Not, tr not transparent. And that would be the issue I have in the sexual marketplace are those who are disguising themselves as just your homegirl or, yeah, I want to date you, but they have an agenda. And that's to get all their utilities paid and taken on vacation every now and then. And that's a problem because you're not you're not being upfront with your intentions. And if this person, if she wouldn't have been so blatant the next day, like, yeah, I would go, but, you know, how, what am I going to get? Had she not said that, my friend would have spent more time in that situation. But I bet before then she was already saying shit. Your friend, like, like, like if that's your friend, them signs was, and she wasn't transparent, but she was giving them clues. She was, she, shit, anymore, man, she just got a Scooby snack. Like, at the at the end of the day, bitches drop clues. I'm sorry. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just do. Like, y'all find ways to do it. So that probably was not the first time she was saying I mean, she was saying that she was in the middle of moving. She did say that, but that's not exactly asking for anything. Yeah, but... That's just but saying why, you're in the middle of moving. Yeah, but why is that coming up in a conversation just out of the blue? So that's, see, that's the thing that me well, and... Well, no, that would come up. If I'm moving, I'm packing, and I got to move soon, that's going to come up in a conversation with the person I'm, I'm dating. I'm coming up moving soon. But when when motherfuckers start saying shit like, I'm moving, I don't know how I'm going to get all this done. Like, I'm just looking for a place. I got to do this deposit. Like, there's, there's a difference between saying I'm moving and then dropping all this other I'm type moving shit. moving <laughs> But that would be the problem I have. If you were saying, okay, what is your problem in the sexual marketplace? It's really not sex for sale. It's friendship and dating for sale, but it's for sex. It's sex for sale, but you're disguising it in the friendship or in the relationship. And I have a problem with that. That's hurtful because that's you taking advantage of a person who really believes that you like me. You want to be here. When the case is, if I didn't have anything to offer you, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't have chosen to be with me if I wasn't giving you A, B, or C. And that's what I have a problem with. Because I've ran into that personally where, or a friend has ran into that personally where it's like, okay, this person, it's happened to me with men, you know, uh, wolves in sheep clothing a whole lot. And that happened to her in that particular situation where this is a person who sold her pussy the first time. So she knew by saying, hey, just come be my girlfriend. Like, I want to be in a relationship with you. That's a clear difference. And I felt like if she was trying to sell pussy, she should have just said, I'm really not down with that, but I'll be cool to come over for the same thing you gave me the last time. I would have respected that more because then it's clear to me that she's only needing, she just wants to do this for the money. She doesn't really like me. And that's cool to know that because then you're not wasting your time and your emotion. Well, you know why that comes up? Because you wouldn't vet right. Because like what you were just saying, like early on, like when, when motherfuckers like, um, They'll pay for shit 
and then they not really saying like what it is. That's why I said like I prefer the asshole to be the asshole because see he doesn't have a problem saying look I just want some pussy I don't want to take you out I don't want to do all that shit mm -hmm. I don't want to hear you talking I don't want to do and see as a woman you'll be like well that's some asshole shit but see he didn't bypass all that that your friend wanted that transparency see that's the difference between that and an asshole see with the asshole you, you get know what you, you get. get straightforward shit there yeah. is no. I think he no. He tells you exactly like what it is. Mm -hmm. Now it might be a little offensive, but he tells you what it is and then we go from there. So It's very offensive. It's not a little offensive. It's very offensive. Oh, when God. you if you're but if but I'm saying but, if you're in the sexual marketplace, no big deal. You understand what I'm saying? But if you're not in the sexual marketplace, that's just unacceptable. Um thankfully for me, I don't know how that feels because no one has approached me and, and to ask me if they could buy my mouth or buy my vagina. Thank God, you know what I'm saying? Because that would be that would be pretty hurtful. Because, like you said, I would check myself and say, "What is it about me that gave off this energy that I need that much money that I want to suck your dick to get paid?" Yeah, but sometimes it ain't really about that. It's not about like whether you need it or not. It's about the person and they wants. They want it that bad that they're willing to pay anything for it. I'm not saying that's a right or wrong thing. Like like listening to you talk just then. I, I felt you and then I but also in the in the same swoop I was like you probably wasn't that attractive for someone to 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 offer money like like a lot Did of really the, just say that? like a lot of time yeah like a, a a lot of times there's different there's different weights in life for different people like you people don't pop pussy from everybody you understand what I'm saying? Like, well, every man on the planet ain't cute. So there could be somebody ugly with pimples on his face that's th fucking five hundred pounds that would ask any bitch. To pay for sex. What are you talking about? Like, everybody don't look like a million bucks, and everybody ain't got a million bucks. A lot of people, you just said that the people keeping OnlyFans afloat are the nerds. Those are the motherfuckers that's not getting pussy. But Nan ain't Nan, one of them even approached me about no sex. It's, I don't think it's because my looks. I think I just don't carry myself that way. And that's why I would be upset if someone approached could, me and offered me money, it could, you know, it could for be, sex. Yeah, it could be that too, but not, but not being like, some people grow into their thing. So what I'm saying is like you could look one way at one point in time where someone don't really desire you is like that. There are some women that men meet that they just see as friends. They that's my homegirl that, you know, just cook fish. You know what I'm saying? She good to hang out over, you know, say at the crib. I'm it's not it's saying like, but there are some women who grow up very uh, uh, attractive looking even as kids and that's what they ooze they just ooze sex appeal so they always used to people hitting on them and those same women gonna get off with shit you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. but if you like you know what I'm saying uh, not that type of woman you know what I'm saying you not you might not get offered that, or you could be putting off grandma energy, uh, auntie energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, 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 like if you everybody don't exude sexuality. That's you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And, and everybody you, don't exude common sense either. <laughs> That's the episode of relations for today, guys. Um, make sure you follow us on. Um, are we gonna do a tap in tonight? I don't have one. You got one? No. No tap in tonight. <laughs> 
Make sure you follow us on the Relations uh, Podcast page on IG. For most of you, this is our first time um, going live um, during the show. Um, if you want to see full episodes, you make sure you go to our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page. We're also on Podbean, Spotify. Just subscribe to one of those platforms to keep up with the Relations Podcast. And where they can find you at? They can find us on the Relations Podcast on IG and on YouTube. I said where that already. Where can they find you at? They can find me Jesus. on Facebook Slow and IG. Just was talking about. <laughs> you can find me on every single social media platform at Kana Lassiter. Hey, you can find your boy on both platforms, Twitter and IG under 51 Spade. Hit us up. Don't forget, like she said, check us out. Um, it's not going to be like every Friday, but check out and subscribe to the channel. Help us grow the channel. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we're trying to do. Support us because we're going to keep bringing you everything fire and check if you want shirts go to alpha male god creations on instagram go ahead and follow that channel alpha male god creation spell it out for what you say the slow people just in case they can't do it and if you can't do that go to www.alphamalegodcreations.com and like i always say about this time peace